Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here. I'm back with Professor Dreg. I hope you guys have been having an amazing week so far. Always got to do a couple of housekeeping things, you know, while Professor Dreg gets his sources up. That's always an important thing. But if you haven't left us an iTunes review, please feel free to do so. Next week, the American Maiden Page Show will be taking a tiny break because of the fact that I will be in Vancouver for a week and not access to this. So, yeah, you know, give you guys a chance to absorb all 80-some episodes that we've done. Can you believe we've done like 80-some episodes? They're almost at 100. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. It's actually pretty cool, actually. Oh, yeah. I like that. Very, very grateful for you guys. Thank you for listening. It's going to get more serious. I know I don't promote it as hard as I could, but, uh, you know, there's just uh, a lot of things. But I know that I need to stop making excuses and then just making, uh, making, making sure that we can really – get this thing going in more serious fashion here. But the one thing I wanted to dive into was something that was pretty so serious. Can I, can I make a comment before we start? Yeah, about go ahead. What you're saying? Sure. But the thing is, I, I believe we're serious, but we don't have the resources to do a quote unquote standard show where people can call in and all this other stuff. But the type of show we're doing now is enough where the listeners can do their own research and verify everything we're saying as true. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, uh, and, and that's actually a very good thing because the people who are listening will realize like, Hey, look, these guys know what they're saying. And, and we've done our own independent research and this and that. So it's not like, like other shows, like, uh, you know, I don't care who it is, whether it's Sean Hannity or, or Rachel Maddow, they just have these stats and quote unquote sources that they have manipulated. But our sources that we give to you, we might not be as quote unquote professional, but the thing is like this, when you do your own research, the listeners will be more fulfilled by understand and say, hey, look, I've done my own independent research, independent from Zach and the professor. And you know what? They're accurate. They're correct. And, 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 that's, and that's actually a very good thing. So, you know, we make statements and all this other stuff. But yeah, we could. Uh, and, you know, when the time comes, we'll be more like the other shows when we'll have more research and things available for the listeners. But I also believe it's important that people do their own research and, and come up with their own conclusions, you know, based on facts instead of just our vitriol of us if we're ranting or anything like that because we make a lot of statements about why I believe you know, the only 
religion is Christianity. And even that, most Christians get that wrong. There's, it's hard to find a true Christian person. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, that's a very bold statement. And you know, I believe people have to come up with their own research, do their own research based on what we say, and see if I'm telling the truth. See if it really does apply to all life situations that we speak about. Yeah. Because I, I know a lot of people, and we're going to talk about this, but when I say things like, hey, two years ago, these dudes were picking up rocks ready to stone one another. You know, but that's a real thing. They stone each other in the Middle East. This is what they do. And you uh, may laugh at that, thinking it's whatever. But that's the like. It goes back to what we talked about, where people who haven't really been outside of America's borders and don't see that other world don't actually know it actually exists. And it's also hard to grasp because we have been so lucky i said fortunate to have you know the kind of values that we have here and the freedoms that we have that is all based on christianity yeah you go back there it feels like you've regressed a few steps you know your women are all tied up not tied up (laughs) but they're all bundled up and like no but that's putting it mildly yeah seriously that is seriously uh, is getting your hand chopped off for stealing something so what we have here that's that's so bizarre that's but cool. it happens. But it happens, and people need to realize that. And that's why a lot of folks who are don't know what they're talking about, who live here, are soft, and they don't know any better. And they're thinking, "Oh, these cultures are compatible." No, they're not. One no, but, is about punishment, and the other is about forgiveness. See, but here's the thing, and I'll use you as an example. Here, if you're addicted to porn or something like that, you use twelve-step type of you know, solutions in order to get over it. Sure. But in a Middle Eastern country or countries in Africa where Muslims are in control, what they do is they perform a circumcision on their women to the point where they have no feeling down there. Right. Literally have no feeling down there. It's nuts. It's kind of brutal. And then, you know... It's insane, but then how the men see their women who have been mutilated down there as some sort of weird, you know, slave because they have no feeling. They could do whatever they want down there because they view them as animals or whatever. And that's real life happening in 2019. But you will never see that in a Christian country. Never. Yeah. You will never see these types of things. So... You know, and that's why it's like, I just want to be real clear that because I made the discovery (laughs) that Christianity and underground conservatism, street conservatism is one of the same. So it's hard to prepare for things like you just can't street conservative for sure because jesus and his 12 apostles were so conservative that they basically lived at other people's places and had nothing but they just Dude, I know, that's insane but i never knew that like i never put the two and two together that's until it. now yeah truly and those are things that you cannot because no research ever been done on that just hasn't never been done well, so speaking of Christianity, because we, we emphasize that very heavily, one thing I wanted to talk about is uh, Rashida Tlaib being denied entry into Israel <laughs> yeah. and the West Bank uh, to visit her relatives. So she has a grandmother, and look at we can you know put the 
the politics aside for a second here, but, you know, also talk about this a little bit. Obviously, you know, her stance on Israel has been pretty clear. And you know what? I'm going to say this on this show. What the Jewish state is out there, I don't support 100%. You know, and I know that that sounds like it's conservative blasphemy, but I don't believe we should be giving foreign aid. That's a whole nother thing. That's a different thing. No, actually, that actually ties in well with what... what that's, so what, that's what I'm saying is, so we'll talk as an about- a, a independent conservative and a Christian, right, I really do think that, you know what, if she wants to go visit her relatives there, she should be able to do so, politics aside. But here's the thing, right? This is where free speech matters up until a point. Because even though I vehemently oppose Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib and their ideologies, their political beliefs, their religion even, I I am not in agreement with them whatsoever. I do think that she should have the ability to go ahead and and, and see her relatives there because this ties into what I want to talk about in that, did you know that you can't go to Israel unless you meet a certain criteria? And that that's not only citizenship, but religion and all that kind of stuff. And that's crazy because we support a state out there that basically says that you cannot be one of us unless you abide by certain things, right? And and here's the deal. She, Congressman Tlaib, is not able to visit Israel because of the fact that, you know, uh, I believe the uh, interior minister, right, obviously knows of her politics and knows her beliefs and basically are are denying her entry. And the deal is, it's like they would only, I think, I think that the deal is, I feel, I feel like it's under humanitarian. I'm looking at this thing here. I'm not sure under what conditions here, but the thing is, I, I I agree with her that the people in Palestine living there are under inhumane conditions. I do believe that there is a lot of prejudice, right, towards people who have lived in harmony in that land for a while. And that sounds like it's crazy in conservative circles because people are like, are you crazy? Aren't you a Republican? Aren't you a conservative? Don't you support Israel? Well, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about the, you know, the, the if you're talking about the Christ-rejecting nation, then no. But here's the thing. I also still think that at the end of the day, like, it's like if she wants to go visit her relatives, right, she should be able to do so. But that's just not how it works in the Middle East. And that's why people don't seem to understand when they see her and they, they're they like, oh, well, she's not able to, you know, it's like, I still think that she should be granted that, right? I mean, I don't agree with her on anything, but, you know, I feel like <laughs> at the same time, I'm going to go against the grain here a little bit and just be like, well... You're correct. You are absolutely correct, but maybe just a little off on some things. Uh, I got to share this. <laughs> the first time I went to Israel, no problem. Just went in, you know, they talked to you for a bit, and then you go right through. The second time I went to Israel, they stripped search me. Okay. And, uh, Anyway, so they got me down all the way to my underwear, and I'm like, if you guys want to see my dick, you're going to have to pull down my underwear itself and, and, and take them off of me. But I'm not going to show you my ass on my dick. So anybody, go ahead. My hands are up. Yeah, I put my hands. I was like, come on, take them down. <laughs> but of course they did. And then, you know, one of the officers start, because it's military. Right. So 
they start small talking me and it's like, why are you here? And I was like, look, it doesn't matter why I'm here. I'm here because I'm here. <laughs> and I said, I said, you never heard of vacation? You never heard of business? Yeah. I, said, I could be here for anything, but I'm not a terrorist. You guys already know who I am. This is my second time I've been here. So this is unnecessary. So if you want to see my dick, pull down my pants, like my underwear. Right. And, uh, but nobody wanted to do it. <laughs> Reasonably so. No, it's true because, you know, they're going to have to get down and, and put their face down there. You know what I mean? But yeah. anyway, so the thing is, every country has a right to do whatever it is to deny or not deny people. Sure. In. But Ms. Tlaib is a congresswoman. She is duly elected by the citizens and protected by, I mean, seriously. Yeah. So our diplomats have an absolute right to go there, whether it's Trump, whether it's, you know, AOC, or whether it's, it's Gabbard, it's, Tlaib. Yeah, Tlaib, or yeah. what's the other one? Senator Cruz. Right. Our representatives have a right to go there. Why? Because we give them aid. We literally give them billions of dollars. Boom. I was going to just say that. So as much as I vehemently oppose Rashida Tlaib. She's an American. Extended that right. She's an American. Yeah. And the thing is like this. I hate. I, and see, the thing is people are like who are tribal with conservatism are going to be like, how can you say things like this? Yeah. Well, I'm going to get tribal with Christianity. <laughs> because it's not the right thing to do. No, no, but that's my point. See, Israel needs to understand that because they take our money, they have to take our beliefs as well. Any country who takes our money has to take our Christian beliefs. This is how it goes. Not We don't do it by force like the Inquisition, but the philosophies of us giving the money is exactly how Christ probably i'm excited honestly but, don't but know so, so there's a lot tied into that because here's the thing a lot of the practices that go on in that country are pretty far from what christ would like and that's why i will always say this thing i don't understand why we condone that type of behavior for a country out there to thus oppress its own citizens there are christian israelis there are christian palestinians Really? There's Did you know to become a citizen of Israel now, you have to completely, one of the requirements is to become a citizen, you have to completely renounce Christianity. Furthermore, in 2017, they passed a law, according to this article here, that prohibits foreign entry to Israel for anybody who issues a public call for boycotting Israel. And I think that what I'm saying right now kind of falls under that line. I'm not saying it directly, but you know, it's like I don't, at the same time, if it's, Hey, let's give you billions of dollars on foreign aid for you to have a militarized front to be able to continue killing people. How 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 can Christians well, support that? that? Like that's what I don't understand. They discriminate. See, yes. Jewish people discriminate and violate our first amendment. But they don't have a first amendment in, in Israel. And they violate our second amendment. They violate our third amendment. And, oh, here's they the thing. They violate our fourth amendment. I want to talk about this, and here's where the conflict is, because when people say, well, no, no, they're very open and accepting and everything, and the, the crazy thing is Tel Aviv is the gay capital of the world, and people don't know this, right? 
And, and so they have elements of being able to practice that in public and be free. But the thing is, Rashida Tlaib, the, the bottom line that I want to, man, people may disagree with me on this, but like, she should be. Like, she can exercise her free speech in America just like any other American. And that's what I always will say. That's why whenever I hear of a Candace Owens or another conservative try to shut other people down and her saying things like, well, if you burn the American flag, you know, we should throw you out of our country. Uh, no. Go right ahead. That's your first – that's your constitutional right. Are you going to get a lot of respect from people? Probably not. Are you deserving of the freedoms? Probably not. But you can do it. You can do it. It's your right. And, it, and it's none of our business who respects it or not. Like, exactly. seriously. Exactly. That's why I don't care about some of this stuff. It's like they like to – the conservative right sometimes does the same exact thing the left does. The, the thing is they yeah. will seek out to punish people when they are exercising their First Amendment right. You know what? I don't think people who are racists, who are bigots, who are white supremacists, you know – I don't agree with a lot of what they say, but you're in a country, probably the only country where if you have that kind of screwed up mentality, you should be able to shout it off a rooftop and be okay. That's just how it works here. There's no hate speech. There's none of that. Now, this politician can have her own views. Maybe they're not aligned with the rest of our politicians, but in some degree, I agree. I agree that, you know what, it's kind of messed up that you're not able to go to the West Bank and visit your grandmother because you very publicly issue calls for boycotting Israel, freeing Palestine. Yeah. But also, here's the thing, and that goes against like the conservative Republican neocon mindset, but she's not wrong. In this regard, what that country does to its citizens is discriminatory. There's no denying that. There's no denying that. Well, but let me put it to you like, this is how it should be handled. If she wants to go visit her grandmother, she should be able to visit her grandmother under protection. They should. And, and Israel, I mean, the United States should fund it, you know, for protection because, and, to, and if Israel has a problem with her coming, then they should also provide escorts to ensure that she's not inciting riots. Correct, riots. correct. And that's they have a very peaceful and, way to do that, yeah. And that's how it should be done. But let me go back into how Israel is so wrong in this. Beyond that, but in a philosophical oh, way. Oh, how can you talk about Israel being wrong? Don't you know that they're going to come after us? Oh, man. Well, we could, I'm kidding. Because, but that's what you speak ill of Israel. People. Exactly. No, but that's exactly how conservatives see it. But here's the thing. Conservatives will say, oh, look at the Muslims you know, using Facebook and Google to go after gay people and killing the gays without due process. Israel right. does the exact same thing. There's a lot of parts in Israel where if you're gay, the dudes pick up rocks and throw them at you. <laughs> like they try to stone you. To Dude, there was a movie called Bruno. came out in 2000. I know, I know. That was a messed up movie. Don't watch it. If you're a kid, don't watch it. Yeah, don't watch it. But there was a part in that movie where all of the... Uh, the, I forgot what they're called, but the dudes dressed in black with the curly hair that, that are super long, yeah. those Jews, are chasing him, trying to stone him. And that's... But that's a comedy move, but... No, 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 but it, it was a real thing. It, it's... it's uh, no, it's... it's a, it, okay, so the beauty about Bruno 
was he's acting, but it's a documentary. Got it. Trying to do is he's trying to do gotcha. See how intolerant Christians are. See how intolerant Jews are. But the thing is, what he did to Ron Paul was and is illegal. Ron Paul had every right to do what he did. What happened there? Can you explain that? I don't remember. Well, because he was interviewing people. Sure. And he was acting gay and he was trying to, he was physically assaulting Ron Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's wrong. So any person who is assaulted by a gay dude is going to be, oh, man, this fag. You know what I mean? He's trying to grab me and he was assaulting me. But, you know, but they try to make it sound like Ron Paul was intolerant. But the only thing that was intolerant were the Jewish people literally, because that's the only, because he never broke character. The, the, the brilliance of, of Sasha Baron Cohen is he doesn't break character. So when he was in Israel, he was in character the whole time. But when they sure. started throwing rocks at him, he broke character. And, and he, because he was fearing for his life. But in America, he wasn't, he never feared for his life because it is the Christian way. Not, I mean, you know, you might say fag, you might get upset, but they're not going to hit you. That at no point did anybody ever try to hit him. Nobody ever said, hey, I'm going to kill you, you fag, or not like none of them. Everybody was, they talked shit to him, but they never threatened him with violence. He couldn't egg him enough egg them on enough to ever get violence well i mean and that's the, the jewish thing. people made them break character because these dudes like the the christian guys they even had guns and even with guns he never broke character because he was never afraid he goes hey man i'm not down for that homo shit get out of my tent and he kept doing all this crazy stuff trying to incite violence but he never was able to do it i need the listeners to understand the violent nature of Muslims and of Jewish people. Just because it's not on TV, I don't care who it is, whether it's the left or the right, nobody ever shows the violent nature of what it's really like in Israel. These dudes walk around in normal neighborhoods in Tel Aviv with machine guns doing patrol in the neighborhood, you know, just local. Speaking of, well, I just said to you that like, Tel Aviv is a big gay capital of the world. Like, yeah. But, but, but because it's Tel Aviv, they're not controlled by the dudes in black, but outside of Tel Aviv, out in these smaller areas, dude, those dudes control the country. And Sasha Baron Cohen walked around, you know, in his little gay stuff. And man, he was attacked again with rocks they pick up big ass stones and try to stone him to death and he booked it he broke characters like, hey, da, da, da. and then he starts speaking Look, in- and, and and yeah and that's the thing is it's it's back to what we were saying about about talib and everything i i feel like it's she should be able to she should be able to visit. You know, the yeah, thing is... But she, the same way Sasha Baron Cohen was able to visit. Be able to visit. But then you have to watch them because they're there to incite violence. Look, Sasha Baron Cohen, under the character Bruno, was trying to get everybody's goat. He was doing that on purpose. And the thing is, Israel has every right to stop that. But they don't have a right to deny people access to their family. They don't. 
they don't have a right to kill somebody for being gay or for being a Muslim or for being a Christian. They have an obligation to protect life. Why? Not because it's in their belief system. It's because we give them money and tons of it. So if we give you money. You know what? And, and, and you're right. And the thing is, if she wants to speak on her right to question this, our unconditional support of, of Israel, right, that does violate human rights and constitutional rights, you know what? I'll give that one to her. She can go right ahead and do so. You know, people voted her in. I mean, she want, she ran unopposed, right? And I don't agree with her being in Congress. I don't think she should be in Congress. Yeah, but that's she, a separate thing. That's well, a separate yeah, that's thing. thing. Yeah, you know what? That that's the 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 thing is, people who are conservatives, unfortunately, right now, are also very very pro Israel. Republicans are so pro Israel that they can't see beyond the fact that you are violating your own constitutional values because you're not extending an American the same courtesy. That is my problem here. And here, we're, we're here on this show where we're conservatives and I, I feel like in the truest form with Christian values. And is this something that we, we, we are? Why do we support, you know, a lot of the violence and the hatred that goes on out there? People say, well, it happens because there's Muslims out there. Yeah, but you know what? Why do we, <laughs> why do we get involved? In fact, if it were up to me, I'd say, let them figure it out. Why do we continue to fund that state out there with billions of dollars for military occupation? How is that Christian in any way? And by the way, I won't get into this right now, but nothing about what is going on right now in Israel is, is inherently what Christ would like. And it's not even biblical, you know? And, and the thing is, but you say that, you say that here, you say that as a conservative and people think you're anti-Semitic. They think you're crazy. What I'm not is a Zionist, not in the slightest, but you say that and even in my own family i know people will disagree with me on this but nothing about it is inherently scriptural and i can prove it in the bible i won't get into that but i just want to talk about the fact that america's or i should say with how americans think we're not extending her the same constitutional rights here's the thing i don't yeah. agree with her I, I i on a lot of things where i'm just like guys i, I don't agree with Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, I think that they're toxic for Congress, right? They have a lot of hate and anger, but you're still an American. You're still a representative of Congress. And if you want to go see your family, you know what? That's the Christian way to do it. The gall of Israel denying any represented politician. Because if you're, look, I, I don't... I don't think anybody, most people listening, they've never heard of Tulare, California. But if the mayor of Tulare, California, wants to go visit Israel, he should have every single right to go there because he is a diplomat of the United States. Right, right. I don't care how small that town is or how insignificant that town is, but he has a right as an American elected official to go to Israel and conduct business with whoever he wants right. to conduct business with. Right. And, and remember, and go ahead. We really have to see that this is how it is done. The whole, pur I mean, I don't want to say the whole purpose of Christianity, but the whole purpose of, you know, like, cause you know, I, I've been reading the Bible a little bit and uh, 
so there's this story about the you know he was saying something about take your yoke and follow me right he was saying that jesus said that to the disciples pick up your cross and follow me what the yoke y-o-k-e yeah which is like you know like uh like the best example would be a hobo stick with just enough food for like a day or two or whatever like a little bit belongings or whatever right so the the word is y-o-k-e yoke yeah so what that is so basically when you have when, when you accept u.s money you're allowing for that to happen because when a person from like i'm just using tulare as an example but if a person in tulare wants to do business with Israel and say, Hey, look, we offer like all of this land and we could do farming with you guys and trade back and forth. He has the right to do that just as a diplomat of the United States. So Israel cannot deny you that regardless, they have no right or authority because why? They are a sovereign nation and, and they can do, you know, things to protect themselves, but that's all they can do. They cannot deny American diplomats access to that land or to their people. Even if Talib is a Muslim and she's going to try to convert a bunch of people into Muslim faith or whatever, they still got to grant her that right as an American. They have to. And you know, in theory, by denying such a high profile, because it's not like a mayor, you know what I mean? She is a, a, a real honest to God congresswoman. She's not like, you know what I mean? That's like being a governor or being a senator. It, it's, it's, that's really important. It's not like being a city council member. Yeah. And, and this, this is just a simple thing of, of, I think, a lot of Americans, right, who can't unfortunately see past their own disagreement or, or even hatred for other people to be able to recognize that somebody's constitutional right is being violated. Now, here's the deal. We did an episode a while back about, you know, if they hate America so much, they can leave or whatnot. Now, we're not saying kick them out. That's certainly not something that we have any authority to do because here's the, the, the painful irony of the freedoms that we have here in America is regardless of what you say, regardless of what, now actions might be different. Like you kill a bunch of Americans, you know, you're not a citizen, you're here illegally. Yes. You're going to get deported. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the deal. No one has the right to deport her and no one has the right to tell her she has to leave America because she's a citizen. That is her God-given rights, even though I don't agree with her religion and I practically disagree with her on everything. Everything except maybe her right to be able to say whatever the hell she wants. That's the thing that people don't understand. She can do that. Well, see, because they don't understand because they don't understand what Christianity is about. They really don't. Because the thing is like this, and this is about, and this is what being an American is all about. We change hearts and minds by being an example. So by being an example of what it's like to be, you know, like how to love yourself, how to love other people because you love yourself. By being an example of that, 
we could change Tlaib's mind. If Trump was to support or say, hey, look, this I'm is what willing, it's like. To and, and I'm glad you're going there because that's what yeah. I'm guessing. I'm willing to bet if he stepped in and pardoned her and said, hey, you know what? You're an American. I don't agree with you on anything. I know you attack me. And he set a Christ-like example by saying, you know exactly. what? I'm going to give you access to go see your grandma. I am willing to bet. I'll go with you to go visit your grandmother. If that, I like to meet her. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, like, here's the thing. If Trump did that, if he actually did that and he set aside what the popular narrative of being a Republican or whatnot was, maybe put aside the ego for a second and did that. Yeah. You're an American official. I disagree on you and everything. You even want to impeach me. It's like Christ, you know, I forgive those who hated me, who persecuted me. Exactly. And the thing is, if he did that, that is what, that, that's what changes people at the end of the day. But people conservative or otherwise, I should say Republican, because here's the thing. I know there are Christians out there that feel the same way I feel. I know that there are some that no matter what their values is rooted in Christ and not in just, well, this is America, and you can get the hell out. No. You have to extend that same thing. If you want to be consistent with your beliefs as an American, that's what it's all about. That's what we do. And, and dude, and don't even get me started, okay? If you're going to give all these countries billions of dollars, I mean, like... And we give them the most billions. Give them the most <laughs> money, you can at least... Give her armed security escort. You could at least make sure she doesn't cause a ruckus. Maybe she does. Maybe she freaks out and goes nuts. Hey, that could happen. Yeah. You extend her that courtesy to be able to go do that. That's why I wanted to talk about here today because I'm and looking at this is, and I'm we thinking. We don't prejudge. See, they're judging before anything even happens. And that is the Fourth Amendment right there. That is the exactly. thing. You think she's going to be an abomination and, you know, she's going to cause a ruckus. Yeah, okay, I get it. But she ain't done it yet. She technically, actually, unless I don't know otherwise, but maybe she does. I don't know. I don't see anything that she's done that has been illegal. Now, she has said a lot of crazy stuff. Impeach Trump. She has done a lot of things that is not very American of her. And I will stand with a lot of Americans and say, hey, yeah, don't serve if you hate this country so much. But you're in office. You're a U.S. citizen. Well, you but can go she has a right to represent a whole bunch of people who don't love this country. And they have a right to exist. See, because the Constitution. That's right. That, like that's right. That's right. Is, is meant to stick up for the little guy, the individual exactly. guy. Exactly. See, and that, that's what I'm saying. The painful irony of American freedom is what you just described. Because say a lot of people supported Trump, right? And there was only like 500 people that hated Trump and they were Muslims or whatnot. You know what? If they're American citizens, hey, you know, those constitutional rights extend to you. They really do. And you were born here, but you hate America and you hate Trump. Yeah, a lot of us are going to be like, why the hell do you hate this great country? We're giving you all your freedoms. But you know what? You have your First Amendment. You can do that. <laughs> I'm going to make a little tangent, but it's funny. If you ever watch these Painfully videos. ironic what we have here. Yeah. Uh, no, but check this out. I'm not kidding you. It, this is funny. It really is. But if you ever watch those videos when, like, the cashier is, like, under control and the customers are totally crazy – you know, like, ah, acting crazy. You don't want to know what really gets him even more triggered? 
when they say something, have a nice day or God bless you. Why don't God bless me? You know what? And yeah, yeah, I've seen that a lot. You're in anger, but that's the thing. Eventually, when those people come down, they it's like, man, I was really pissed off just because somebody said, have a good day. How could I think having a good day is a personal attack? And that's why those videos are always funny and always get millions of views because it serves as an example of what it's like. Because I know a lot of people say, oh, have a good day, sarcastically, just to get people triggered. But a lot of times when I've seen Christians, when they don't fight back and they're really being nice, hey, look, man, I'm not angry with you. I'm not mad at you. You know, I, look, I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, trying to help you through your anger or whatever, da, 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 da. It's amazing to see these people recover. It's like their whole face changes. Like when they're all angry, they look really weird. Yeah. But then as soon as they calm down and they accept this dude who's being kind to them, dude, their whole face, it like, the wrinkles go away and it just seemed like they got, damn, you guys look a whole lot younger now. You know what I mean? See, Without see, that, that's right. That's, that's right, right there. And I don't know why, why we can't seem to realize that. I mean, there's a reason why I'm, I'm, I'm oftentimes even critical of Republicans and people on the right. Now, when I was getting started in this, right, I didn't know very much, but now after learning that and then, you know, really evaluating on what is right. What's the right thing? Like, what would Jesus do? Like, what's the Christian thing to do here? The American thing to do here? It's like, all of what you said is absolutely true. You hit the nail on the head. Like, dude, can you imagine for a second if Trump pulled a surprise move like that? And I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can go visit your grandmother. And in fact, no, but I'll my go question with is, you. how come the Christian people don't know this? There's a like, lot you of- know, all these leaders, they should know this already. Well, you know what? I hate to break it to you, but a lot of so-called Christian leaders are not so-called Christian leaders as we'd like. Okay, because here's the deal. Uh, We have, I would say, a solid majority of Christians who support everything like Israel and all that kind of stuff. In fact, the biggest lobby in the United States is the pro-Israel lobby as far as foreign lobbies are concerned. And guess what? comprised the majority of evangelicals okay a lot of it is even like christians are allowing this to happen like you said but here's the deal i don't think that every christian is necessarily bad i just feel like they're misinformed and they can't think for themselves in this regard think about it right even as a christian people say well i don't i, I don't i can't support to leave or anything or anything and, and i think she should be dead and it's like okay i, I don't support her in her politics and her religion <laughs> that's thing as a matter of fact i could i could care less right about what she says or thinks but at the same time not just even because she's american but because she, she's a person like it, it's not the right thing to do but here's the thing a lot of christians are on that pro-jewish you know train where they're just like any you skill of like you know ted cruz very famously at a at a lobby at a at a foreign i think it was for christians united for israel or not said something like if you don't stand with israel i won't stand with you those are his words that's ted yeah. cruz so if you put that sentiment people almost hold israel to their hearts as closely as they hold jesus right but the thing is 
when it comes to really walking the talk and extending that kind of courtesy to somebody, oh yeah, we're not going to do it. You know why? Prejudice. That's why. So as much as it is a hard reality to admit this, a lot of Christians are inherently prejudiced. And here's the crazy thing. This is coming from somebody who does not support Islam. I don't support Judaism or Islam. Well, but the reason why I can recognize that this person is entitled to their constitutional rights. But see, but here's the thing. The reason why most Christians fall for this trap is because Jesus was born in Bethlehem. It's just how it works. You know what I mean? And because Jesus was born in Bethlehem and Bethlehem's in Israel, that's why they, oh yeah, I guess we have to support Israel. Well, you know, need to read their New Testament Bibles and look at Ephesians, Galatians, and Romans to find out that what it is you've, like, <laughs> the, no, but where you're born has nothing to do with yeah, it. That's what I, I know that that's irrelevant, right? And by the way, but that's how they matter of what's being occupied, okay? Because people are like, oh, I'm going to claim this holy site or this holy site, right? One day it could belong to Palestine, another day it could belong to Israel. It's just, you know, but the thing is, I like how you get frustrated. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is. I want to choose my words carefully. And again, there's no filter on this show, but it's, it's true. Like I, I don't support things regardless of, of we're like, Oh, we're, we're called to support Israel and everything. Why? Because of what? 1948, a pro Zionist agenda that we all know is not really a conspiracy when you had the Rothschilds working with, you know, it's, it's just the United. No, I don't support Israel only because it look, Israel is just as backwards as any other country out there. I don't care what country it is. Well, you see, you say that, you say that in public, and you say that on TV, and guess what? You can kiss your conservative support goodbye. That's just how it works here. If there's one thing that is more polarizing in this country, I think it is that. And you know what? The reason why I can say that with confidence is because Jesus himself predicted it. He knew this was going to happen. In fact, Paul, the apostle, and some of his apostles wrote about this in the epistles. That's why if more Christians would open their New Testament Bibles and read this, the answer is clear as day. But here's the thing. People are like, well, no, because technically there's this. You know, I don't want to get into it about you know, Judaism and Jews and all that. There's a whole – you can study your Bible. You can look at it. But we are not – because people think people, the reason why we bless Israel, right, is it goes back to that old covenant thing with Abraham, which is like, I will bless those who bless thee and curse those that curse thee. It goes with that. A lot of Christians believe that America will yeah, prosper. That's Old Testament crap. It, it is, but, but here's the thing <laughs> what I'm trying to say is the Old Testament and the New Testament are congruent because the contingency here is. If they obey, if they believe. Now, historically, if you want to talk about Jews for a second here, every time they disobeyed and they didn't listen to God, guess what? He took them out of the land that they currently occupy. He even said to Abraham, you'll always be a stranger in this land, right? And the, the promises made to him are conditional, as in you have to obey and listen to me and believe, and I will make you prosperous. 
But then, you know, time and time again, they don't believe. And now they don't believe because if you deny the son, you deny the father. So I don't know what God you're praying to. But anyways, at the end of the day, I don't want to get too much into it because people are going to come after me. Eventually, maybe I'll work up the courage to talk about this further. But here's the thing. I can prove <laughs> it biblically. Like, no, I can, I can prove it biblically <laughs> that, that what we're doing right now is not called to do. It's just not. It is. I wish you wouldn't get more into it because I need more of this stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't feel comfortable. No, because the thing you is, gotta, well, you have to read the epistles with Paul because here's the deal. The reason why I'm, uh-oh, there she goes. Maybe the reason why I say this is because it's written clear as day in the Bible. This is not theory. This is not speculation. And this is not even me saying this. This is the New Testament saying this. Yeah, I watched, no, it, I watched a documentary called Marching to Zion. It's one of the greatest. You should watch it. Just watch it. And it's done by Pastor Anderson out in Tempe. He's been labeled a hate preacher and all that. I've actually attended his services once or twice. He's great. I think he's probably one of the best, best preachers out there, despite, you know, a little bit of the craziness. But what he says is completely true. Because, like, here's the thing. I'm not going to sit here and support anybody unless they can show it to me in the Bible where it says, we need to be bestowing our blessings on Israel, on a nation that flat out doesn't believe, right? But, you know, that's the thing with a lot of Christians, even people that I talk to, in fact, the majority of Christians say otherwise. And then, and then I ask them why, and then they go, well, it's because that's what we're supposed to do. What? Really? <laughs> no. Up I until like 1948, the country didn't even exist. But what <laughs> were Christians know. doing for 2,000 years? Were we, you know what I mean? Like, this is no, but what I like, I, I like how, well, I know this is really not what you're saying, but I like how people get uh, labeled as hate pastors. <laughs> no, because like, There's no hate pastor. York, I forgot his name, but that dude in New York, oh, the Black James Manning. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. He's not a hate. He's pastor. not a hate pastor, but people can't see past one thing that offends them. And you know what? Here's one thing I'm going to say to all Christians. If you're going to church and you're not offended, then I think the pastor's not doing a good job. I'm just saying. They, a lot of stuff don't get preached from the pulpit because they're not popular, especially in 2019 when people are like, oh, well, that was the way it was back then. Really? God doesn't change. Should his word change over time? No, it shouldn't. So if it wasn't right then, it ain't right now. And the well, thing is, here's, here's the thing. my opinion. The, but also, here's the last thing I'll say. Jesus said they will they will persecute you and they will hate you because you believe in me. If you, if you're a follower of Christ, like people are not going to like what you have to say. And some of those preachers who are preaching straight from the word and they're like, here it is. It says so right here in the Bible. And I'm like, well, can't argue well, with see, you there. The thing is, it's not because it's not that people are going to hate what you say. It really isn't. It's about, because this is speaking from personal experience just from my point of view, because, you know, I, I'm 50 and, you know, just finding Christ. But there's a reason for all of this. <laughs> you know, but it's the truth. There's a reason for all of this. It's not that you hate what they're saying or their hateful thing. But here's the thing. A pastor is kind of like being a very strict dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, um, you're not angry. You're not, because here's the thing. When you're a parent, you don't hit your kids out of anger. And if you're spanking your kids out of anger, you're a bad parent. But if you're hitting your kids 
because out of love to teach them something, then those kids are going to understand why they're being punished, why they got spanked. It's just how it works. And I think that's the thing because a lot of people, a lot of kids hate their parents when they get punished. Yeah. But the kids will not hate their parents if they know that they were punished justly. That's... And, and you know what I mean? But if you're just one of them bad dads or moms, because, dude, my parents would just beat the crap out of us for no gosh darn reason. <laughs> you know, they had a bad day at work. I'm like, hey, daddy, what? <laughs> I mean, just, but it happens. And that's the thing. It, it's, it's, um, and a lot of pastors probably make the same mistakes. Uh-huh. You know, not, not like Pastor Manning. I don't think that dude in New York, Pastor Manning, he's not those guys. No. He's telling the truth. No, no. And here's the thing. A lot of these pastors, if they're truly getting their doctrine from the word, they're not hateful. If they truly are getting it from the word, there is no hate. However, I can see why a lot of people may think, well, that's pretty hateful because, you know, you're not, a, you know, you're not a supportive of this ideology or that ideology. Yeah. I mean, because of the fact that it's just, it's just not right. It's just not true. Right. So, you know, but, the, see, but here's the thing by us not killing you should tell you that we are supporting you. Correct. We are not. It's called, it's called being rebuked and reprimanded. That's the thing here. Yeah. No, but seriously, but if no one says anything about it, no one's going to correct it. What, but see, but here's the thing, because this is very important. What happened to Bruno Saucer Baron Cohen would never happen in the United States. It happened in every Muslim country and there's only one Jewish country, but it happens in those weird old countries. They're backwards. There's no hate here the way people think. Even if somebody didn't like you very much, the hate that we talk about here is not the same as what you just described, which is them chasing you, trying to stone you to death. (laughs) But that's a real thing. That's a real thing. And, And to actively cause harm. And no one here at least from what I've heard with these preachers are advocating that, you know what, people should be shot. Otherwise they would see you and then, Hey, or carry- right. You know, like, like the way they used to do it in the old days, they would flog you or like drown a witch. But you know, when they were drowning the witches, it wasn't because they believed that they were witches. It was because they wanted their property. It was just a way to get land. And so they would drown these women who their husbands were, look, the government wants land, they're going to get it. So they didn't have like eminent domain. <laughs> so what they do, they accuse them of being a witch. And uh, so they would drown you and, uh, you know, and, um, you know, tie rocks to your feet. If you get out, then you're a witch. If you don't come out, you're not a witch, but you'd be dead. So we get who gets the land? They don't have any kids. And uh, so that's how they got the land. It was just a way to get land. So all those witches, their land actually belonged to the government. (laughs) So, and that's my thing. So this country has a history of doing a lot of things, but it wasn't because they were acting on their religion. (laughs) They were tricking people into getting what they really wanted, which was money, and greed it had nothing to do with christianity but a lot of people but seriously i thought the salem witch hunts and things was based on christian belief but it wasn't when you study it 
you realize that they were just trying to get land off of these widows, you know, because their husbands passed away and they needed the land for whatever, you know, because governments do that. Right. You know, like San Francisco, they take over people's lands. They create laws to get what they want. These people in the government, that's what they do. That has nothing to do with the religion. <laughs> nothing. But they use religion as an excuse, as a cover. And, and then, again, like a lot of the Christians- I bet you, I bet you a lot of, just to speak honestly about this, I bet you, depending on who you talk to, whether it's progressive or conservative circles, progressive circles, it'll probably be more Islam-leaning, but conservative circles, it'll be more Judaism. It'll never be Christianity, but here's my example. I'm willing to bet that you could probably go to progressive neighborhoods, claim that you're Muslim, right, and say that something happened to you and actually tell people that you need something from them because you are that. Here's the thing. Like you could basically ask for money because you are of that sect and you are of an oppressed class. Like if you're, if you're Muslim and you just say, Hey, you know what? Being persecuted like heavily, I need some help. Yeah. They'll help, they'll help you out. Right. Right. Or they'll make laws that will help create, you know, yeah. some, something. And the thing is conservatives will do that for Judaism. They'll do that for Jews where it's just like, no, but seriously, that happens all the time. But they will not, neither will do it for Christianity. Fuck with me because I'm a Muslim. Yeah. And, and, and then, oh, you got all these people backing them, having little demonstrations. Exactly. Oh, but see, no one will do it for Christianity. And Christianity yep. never asked for it. <laughs> you want to know why? Because they're the oppressors. The Christians and, are the original. Because uh, think about it. Who was killing the Jews? A Christian. That's what they believe. Uh, in, in Nazi, in Nazi Germany. Oh, it was uh, uh, the Christian, the Christians were killing the okay, Jews. That, that argument has been so far yeah, disproved. But, but here's the thing. Adolf Hitler rejected the Bible and embraced evolution and eugenics, which is something yeah, that is incomplete. But, but see, that's the thing. People are just like, well, uh, the Christians are persecuting the Jews and everything. No. It, you know what? If anything, if you want to talk about Roman Catholicism oppressing people, okay, I get it. But that that is is not Christianity. It is not. Yeah, but that was thousands of years ago. Yeah, I know. It never happened in the United States. Seriously, because <laughs> not even Catholicism. The only thing they're guilty of is being gay. You know what I mean? Like seriously, all that gay stuff they were doing. That's what yeah, they're that's guilty funny. of. But, but uh, we gotta wrap this up. Enough. I got a call. But what? What? Any final thoughts? Because this was good. This is like people need to understand. <laughs> Rashida Talib has rights. Yep. Yeah, you know, and, and that's, uh, yeah, those are my, look, she has every right to go there. She does. And, and it's up to us to make sure it happens. People can't think clearly. Just... Seriously, I, I didn't even know this was even happening because I've been out of the loop because I've been working on getting our thing. I mean, it's been happening, but no, I, I doubt any conservative would say that, though. Like, no, oh. they don't. They they believe in this whole Judaic. See, seriously, every Christian, like Ted Cruz or whatever, they're all saying the same thing: Judeo-Christian values. Judeo. -Christian no, values. you're. And I stopped saying that a while back. I used to say that's that. just like that's just like Obama saying, "Oh, Muslims had something to do with the founding of this country. Jews and Muslims had nothing to do with of the founding of this country. None whatsoever." Everything was based on the Christian principles of the fourth, fifth, first, second, and third amendments. Even the right to arm yourself, that's a Christian thing. Yeah. You know, but you only use it 
as a last resort because you have every right to protect yourself from, you know, and that's what we're doing with the Second Amendment. We're protecting ourselves from foreign invaders. That's it. Got it. Got but it. then you got to do all. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know it's time no, to go. But all right, brother. I'll talk to you manana or Monday. What's today? Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. We'll talk Monday. All right. All right. Cool. All right, bro. Later. Thanks. Appreciate.